The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Drink run. Here we go. McCafe coffees, shakes, and drinks. Ain't no thing. You the man. Yeah, that's what they're going to say. Oh, Kevin, thank you so much. We love you. <laughs> that's right. You the champ. The Drink Run Champ. Welcome to McDonald's. How can I help you? Own the Drink Run, Kevin. Own it. Now get a small smoothie, shake, or frappe for $2 on McDonald's $1-2-3 menu. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Hello and welcome to your Arrowhead Pride post game Facebook Live uh, and podcast after the Tennessee Titans come into Arrowhead Stadium and knock off the Chiefs by a score of 22 to 21. And this one was pretty heartbreaking for anyone who follows the Chiefs, who reports on the Chiefs, for the fans of the Chiefs. This Tennessee Titans team was not one you were super scared of. The Chiefs were far better in every way when it came to on paper heading into this game. You know, Las Vegas had the Chiefs as nine-point favorites. There really wasn't a lot of an ex- a lot of excuses for what transpired. And then you get into the game. Chiefs build a lead. You feel really good about it. I think really at a certain point in the middle of the game, you're worried about Travis Kelsey's well-being more so than, you know, being missing him in the game because the Chiefs had built such a lead to that point. And even when he left... They were able to score. You know, you have an 18-point lead in the playoffs at home. You should be able to finish the job. And then those Kansas City things, man, those Kansas City things started to happen where you have Marcus Mariota, self-pass, and a couple questionable penalty calls. And you could see on social media throughout the game, as it went on, 
you know, you guys got a little bit more worried and a little bit more worried and uh, it was for good reason. And so let's get into five takeaways just from how I'm feeling. And then I'll just read off you guys' comments as, as you're talking to me. But first thing, sort of mentioned it already. I think this is a heartbreaking loss for the Chiefs, Andy Reid, this regime that started in 2013 that we're building up to this moment. I think in this particular season with the weapons you had offensively, you expected more. It seemed like the defense had solved its problems. It obviously did not. Uh, when it came down to it in the postseason. And, you know, I think the worst part about it, and I'll get into that in my final takeaway, is there are a few guys who may not be here next year because we don't know what happens in this offseason, especially given the fact that we don't know exactly how Brett Veach goes about his business. Uh, so no guarantees that a lot of players you've used to seeing are going to be here. Second takeaway, I think it was a fitting game uh, to end this season because all throughout this season, you really didn't know who the Kansas City Chiefs were. I think at the beginning of the year, we all could agree or we all were in agreement that the Chiefs were, you know, the best team in the league. I think a lot of people were saying that, and not only in Kansas City, but nationally. A lot of national reporters, a lot of people doing power rankings had the Chiefs as a consensus number one. They fall off the face of the earth. And you're like, who is this team? Finally, they come back and give you a little bit late hope at the end, those last four games. And that's why this is so hard tonight, because you thought all the problems were fixed. You thought this team was gone that you had seen in the middle of the season. And the problems that that middle of the season team had, you saw in the second half of this football game. And it's just a microcosm of the season where you thought you had something, but really that that Jacqueline Hyde kind of thing showed up where, you know, you, you, you thought you had Hyde, but Jackal showed up and, you know, one point too little. It was one point too little. And there's a couple of things that happened in this game that gets to my third takeaway. Well, you'll remember a lot of the moments. And, man, that Marcus Mariota play, I have never seen anything like that at the high school college or pro level. I know they showed a clip during the game, John Gruden on his cell phone showing when the last time it was would happen. But wow, that's a freak play, especially when it seemed like the Chiefs were in that bend but not break attitude at that point in the football game. The Titans were really struggling to get into the end zone. You think they're going to stop them. And Mariota on the play, it just seemed like he was throwing it kind of willy-nilly into the end zone, Darrell Rivas knocks it out of the air. And I guess you have to give Mariota a little bit of credit for showing the athleticism, but my goodness, the unluckiness for that play to happen, Titans wind up scoring, and I'm reading it right here on the official score sheet, and it's even hard to read. Marcus Mariota, six-yard pass to Marcus Mariota. He gets a passing touchdown and a receiving touchdown on the play. And then you really can't talk about this game without talking about the two forward progress uh, penalties early in the game. Derek Johnson with one of the best hits you'll ever see. And my God, this is Kansas City's guy, 35 years old, at the end of his career. You know, we don't know how much longer he's going to go. Rocks. Absolutely rocks, Marcus Mariota. And if you look at the replay, that is a textbook fumble. And I'm not a person who 
and I'll, I'll get into this in a second. I'm not a person who uses, you know, the refs as an excuse. That changes the game. I, I think, you know, at that point in the game, if Justin Houston runs that back, you know, it's 21 nothing. Or if at least he takes it to the other side of the field and you have short field and Tennessee doesn't get those three points. That definitely is forward progress. I think on the two-point conversion, you can make a case where forward progress, okay, you can make a case on that one. I still thought it could have been ruled either way on the two-point conversion where Daniel Sorensen would have taken it back in Eric Berry, Atlanta fashion uh, to give the Chiefs a one-point lead. You have to remember, even though I do think the Chiefs were wronged during those moments of the football game, you gotta you gotta look yourself in the mirror and say, you know, I get that, but there's 60 minutes to the football game. I understand, and and don't get me wrong, especially that Derek Johnson play early. Just because I think if the Titans are finally getting something going, and Johnson sacks him, and they get a touchdown out of that, and it's 21 nothing when they were supposed to have three points, that really is essentially a 10-point swing. That's a little bit different just because I think at that point the Titans are so demoralized that, you know, even 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 though they were able to kind of muster up a comeback, I, I just think they would have been so demoralized at that point that maybe they quit. You know, that's something that uh, maybe not last game, but in games previous that the Titans did. But at the end of the day, I mean, you had other possessions. And if you're the Chiefs and you have all these great players – and you've been building this for four or five years, it shouldn't matter if a ref makes a bad call on a play or two. And I think the Chiefs will tell you that, and it's and it sucks. It sucks because you wish referees wouldn't miss calls. In, and we're now in 2018 where we have tons of replay, and the referees have called tons of games, and this whole thing should be shored up. But unfortunately, these things still get through the cracks, and you still have to find a way to win football games. Mistakes happen. We make mistakes all the time. I mean, you just would hope that would be a little bit better. Fourth takeaway, I think the offense, despite uh, scoring that quick touchdown in a two-minute offense at the end of the half, I think they missed Travis Kelsey throughout this football game. I think he was a big part of their game plan, a real mismatch for the Tennessee Titans. And though I, I do like Demetrius Harris and I do like Orson Charles, he ended up having that bad drop. You know, none of these guys are Travis Kelsey. There's two, there's two Travis Kelseys in the National Football League, and he's on the Chiefs, and the Patriots got a good one too. And I think throughout this year, and I know uh, Travis Kelsey got second team all pro and Gronk got the nod for first team, but, you know, it used to be 1-2. It's 1-1-A. One one Travis Kelsey's one of the best tight ends in the league. And when you're missing a player like that and you're game planning, to exploit the other def the defense on that player, you know, it's tough to see him go down like he did. The way he went down, though, I, I think it was kind of scary to see him not being able to stand up, so I'm happy that he was left the football game. And similar in the sense to the wrong calls, you can't, you can't lose one player and say, okay, this is the reason why our season's going to be over when you're a far superior football team. The Chiefs still had receivers in Albert Wilson, Demarcus Robinson. Demetrius, Demetrius Harris is not Travis Kelsey, and I know that, but he's okay. Still one of the most dynamic receivers in the league in Tyreek Hill, and you still have Kareem Hunt in a pretty good offensive line. You should be able to still beat the Tennessee Titans on your own field. So even though you lose Travis Kelsey and that hurt, 
And I think it hurt the Chiefs because they game-planned heavy Kelsey. You got to see it early in the game. It affected them. But at the same time, you, you can't have that excuse. Anyone can go down at any second. I mean, we've seen it at the quarterback position. Before Mahomes got here, Alex Smith couldn't play because of a lacerated spleen when the Chiefs were still alive and Chase Daniel had to go in. I mean, you have to be ready with whoever you got. And the Chiefs seemed to skip a beat once Travis Kelsey left this football game and they couldn't respond. Last uh, takeaway I have from this game, I tweeted it out before the game. I think there was a number of players who were playing in this game that mean a lot to the organization and the fan base who we may not see next year. And, uh, and it's, kind of, it's kind of tough for it to end this way because, man, was this a disaster. And you, and you just wish if it is the last game for these guys that, you know, they, they wouldn't have went out on a, on a better leg. And the guys I'm talking about are Derek Johnson and Tom Bali. Both are on contract for next year. But it just seemed that, like, this year they were a little bit behind. Uh, you know, not as effective. You wonder if either of those guys retire. Derek Johnson has been getting less and less st- snaps uh, this year. Tom Ali was very limited in his snaps this year. Uh, Derek Johnson had that major play today. You wish that it would have went for a touchdown. Uh, I, I thought, too, at the end of the game, there was a little bit of a tease. DJ in the end zone, you thought for a second out of nowhere, there was a miracle in Kansas City. Wow, what a tease. Tough. But, you know, if that was the last game, that's so hard for guys who have meant so much to this organization. Uh, remains to be seen whether or not they retire. There were... Uh, rumors today that Alex Smith would potentially be used as trade bait. I know a lot of you are going to hope that that happens because you're ready for Patrick Mahomes. Uh, and at this point, you know, I don't blame you. I think sometimes as a fan base, you get into a rut where, okay, we've made the playoffs a couple times now. You know, w- w- the playoffs is all fine. It's all good. But, you know, we won a Super Bowl. And right now, Whatever the Chiefs have, it's not leading to a championship. It's not even leading close to a championship. And really, I think last year getting the bye, and then this year when you're playing the Tennessee Titans, who you should be far better than in losing, not only are you not getting the Super Bowl, you're not getting close, and it's embarrassing. There's no other way to say it. And I don't know if it's an Andy Reid thing. Maybe he can't get over the hump uh, unless he switches to a quarterback that you know he hand-picked, which is Patrick Mahomes. Him and Dorsey both picked. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, but it's enough already. I mean, it's enough. Uh, and you hate to see Alex Smith go on this note because I think he deserved better. He's a great quarterback. Uh, at this point, you know, a lot of people were like, okay, he has to make the AFC title game at least a Super Bowl uh, before the Chiefs move, you know, for the Chiefs not to move on. I, immediate, and I'll, I'll think about this and talk to people this week. But my immediate gut reaction, if you, you had to ask me right now, is Alex Smith won't be here next year. You know, why would he? You're, you're a first-round exit, and it's not Smith's fault. It's not all Smith's fault. You know, I, I think the play calling in the second half was bad tonight. Everyone knows the deal, though. You lose one game, you're out. You have to be ready, and the Chiefs were not. And it's a lot of people's fault, Alex Smith included, Andy Reid included, Matt Nagy, Bob Sutton. There's a lot of questions with this team. Just as hard because Alex Smith still being one of the winningest quarterbacks kind of put Kansas City back on the map, and you got to thank him for that. At the same time, I don't know if he's the guy to get the Chiefs to the next level. I'm starting to wonder, and I think it's fair to ask, if, is Andy Reid the guy? I mean, this is, and yes, he can consistently get you in the playoffs too, but this is a guy who's been coaching for 20 years, has been to the Super Bowl once, and has not won the Super Bowl. 
So do you want to be the Bengals of the West, or do you want to turn yourself into a Patriots? And I, I just sometimes I wonder, and I, I think it's good and healthy to ask all these questions when it's time. And I'm not saying I'm deciding one thing or other. I'm not saying Andy Reid should be fired, Alex Smith should be gone. But when you lose like this, and you've lost now a number of times like this, the questions have to be asked. Two other players, Dustin Colquitt, unrestricted free agent next year. He's been here for a while. He's going to be. He's going to cost a pretty penny. I'm a believer that Dustin Colquitt is the best or one of the best punters in history. Uh, so I don't know if the Chiefs bring him back next year. Over the past two years, they've brought in punters to work out. Uh, so you wonder if they re-sign Dustin Colquitt, unrestricted free agent. So if the Chiefs you know, don't get ahead of it, he's going to be open to anyone, and he's a very, very good punter, and these punters go for a long time. Uh, they'll play for a long time. I, I would hope that Dustin Colquitt ends up back here. I know he wants to finish his career as a Chief. Remains to be seen. Last guy, Albert Wilson, really went from a player who was kind of a fringe guy to someone who can play wide receiver in the National Football League this year. He is also an unrestricted free agent. I wonder if he's back. I would love to see Albert Wilson back in Kansas City. Uh, but again, as I'm talking, it's just it's strange for me to be talking, and, and I can only feel for some of these Chiefs because I just didn't expect to be talking to you about the offseason tonight. I really didn't. And it's as shocking to me as probably as it's shocking to you and it's shocking to the Kansas City Chiefs. Those are my five takeaways of this game in the 22-21 to 21 loss. Uh, I'm going to start reading comments as of now, so if you want to pop something in here, we'll talk for the next 14, 15 minutes or so, and then I'm going to get on with my Saturday evening. Corey K.C. Hicks, first comment I'm seeing right here, fire Andy Reid. Uh, Ryan Wells, uh, he says, fixed. Any questions from you guys? Darian Plummer, PM15 won with backups and third stringers. Stop making excuses for Alex, saying he doesn't have any playmakers. I didn't say that. Uh, I said he had plenty of playmakers. One of the things I tweeted last week while uh, Patrick Mahomes was playing was that he was beating the Broncos, who still were playing their defense, with some of these backup and reserve guys. You had Demarcus Robinson, Albert Wilson, and Anthony Sherman, of all people, running for 40 yards last week, and he was beating one of the best defenses in the league. I'm a believer in Patrick Mahomes. I think at this point, hard to argue that it's not time. You know what I mean? It's The Chiefs are what they are with Alex Smith. It's time for something new. Gary Dunn says Hill is not polished route runner. Offense runs through Kelsey. I tend to agree. I think the offensive game plan, it does shift from time to time. I think they run it through different guys at different times. Tonight was a Kelsey night, not the night for him to go down. Do you think we will lose a lot of guys? I think the Chiefs are tight against the cap, so a lot of decisions have to be made. And one thing that's hard for guys like me and uh, other writers out there and you know, chief evaluators and commentators is we don't know what Brett, Brett Veach tends to do. You know, I, I felt comfortable kind of predicting which direction John Dorsey would go in. I think Brett Veach offers a new look to an offseason. So you don't really know what's going to happen here. It's very hard to predict. You, know, you kind of uh, go with as the things come, and then you get used to Veach, and you kind of see uh, where he winds up going with this offseason. Sean Radford, I'm 31. 
from South Carolina, but my family is from KC, and as a kid, KC was my team before Carolina existed. I've stayed a KC fan, but playoff one and outs are so old. I don't blame you, Sean. Uh, I think it's upsetting, man. I, I feel for you guys who have been longtime Chiefs fans. Uh, truth be told, pulling the curtain back a little bit, I grew up a, a New York Giants fan. I've been covering the Chiefs since 2014 in Kansas City. Love Kansas City. And, you know, I've only really, really known as the Chiefs as a playoff team. And I knew there was a lot of hardship even before that. And, you know, play, making the playoffs was rare. And, and when the Chiefs did, it's been disappointing. And, and I feel... I feel for this fan base. I want I want you guys to have some football joy, uh, and uh, and I hope it comes sooner rather than later. We're not going to have a lot of we're not going to have football now for plenty of months, so we'll be talking about how to make this team better this off season. Uh, Dan Engel, I live in Ohio. Would you rather suffer from our high, ex- high expectations? Uh, you know, I, I think I think. Having a competitive team every year is something not a lot of teams have in the National Football League, so that's a good thing. Hard to kind of look at the bright side right now, and I don't think tonight is a night to look at the bright side because it's a very, very disappointing night. But having a consistent playoff team is rare in the National Football League, so I'm, I'm happy that the Chiefs are there now. But moving forward, anything, anything but an AFC title moving forward now it's not good enough anymore. I mean, you can make the playoffs only so many years. It's time to take the next step. Bryce Kayser says, Andy Reid gets you in the playoffs. QB transcends play calling and coaching in the playoffs. I contend to agree. I, I thought the offense in the second half tonight stalled, and, and, and kudos to Dick LeBeau and the Titans for adjusting uh, and figuring the Chiefs out because the Chiefs in the second half, they looked like the middle-of-the-season Chiefs could not move the football when they needed to get a first down they're passing to orson charles drops the football i mean you can't really blame it on orson charles i mean this is the third tight end you hope he catches the football on a on a catch he should make on third down but it it just it is what it is i i found it i found it interesting that they were calling charles's number in such a big spot tonight mackie says kelsey leaving us hurt disappointing second half Mark Lance, why don't they keep their foot on the gas instead of sitting on the lead? That's a question I've always had about this Chiefs team, and they've been real good at points during the years, and and for whatever reason, and I couldn't tell you why, it just never seems like the Chiefs can get into a football game, have a team like this where they are clearly better than them, clearly better, 21-3. to why aren't you coming out in the second half and stepping on their throat? And and I joked with Cody Tapp on 810 the other night. He had me on to talk about the Chiefs. And, you know, I think if the New England Patriots or a Pittsburgh Steelers, now the Vikings, the Rams, if they're playing a Cleveland Browns team, they win that game 52-10, 41-13. If Chiefs play the Cleveland Browns, you know, they'd win like 24-13. It'd be close at the fourth quarter. Even though they're better than teams, they never can stomp them out. And it's got to be so frustrating to watch that as a fan because you know they're better. I think the Chiefs are still a better team than the Titans. They weren't tonight. They weren't tonight. 
Christopher Day Johnson says fire Andy Reid, bring in Nagy as an interim. Andy's done. Alex is trade bait. You're ready to wipe it all clean. Ron Carter, start with young blood. We have Mahomes now. We need to build a young team around him. I think you got a young team around him. I think you got some assets for Mahomes to be effective next year. I, I, I think if Mahomes is the direction that the Chiefs decide to go in moving forward next year, I think the pieces are already there for him to develop. And maybe he gets 16 games under his belt and he's ready for some playoff football. You know, rookies have done well in the playoffs before. I'm seeing a lot of angry faces. I know some of you want Alex Smith to stay. I don't know if that's going to be the case. I just don't. I don't. I'm not saying it definitely will or definitely will not. But I'll tell you what, the Chiefs as a team and as an organization, if they really wanted Alex Smith to stay, tonight did not help that cause. It couldn't have. It couldn't have. Mario Lopez, hire Harbaugh. That's crazy. Cody Brumley, people wonder why we take it more seriously in the league. It's games like this being one win. And how many playoff runs? Hard to argue with that. Danny Gooden said Smith is gone, hopefully, for a first round. Alex Smith trade talks should be interesting. Ian Rappaport reporting today that there's teams interested, uh, such as the Arizona Cardinals, such as the Cleveland Browns, where John Dorsey is right now. And originally, it seemed like it would be for two second-rounders, but what Ian Rappaport was reporting today, it may be even more than that. And here's the deal. It's not easy to get an extra first-round pick in the National Football League. And if the Chiefs can get one and get that first-round pick back for Alex Smith, where they're missing that with Mahomes, then you have another piece to bring, you know, to, to build around Mahomes. We talked about getting young guys around this kid. That's the perfect way to do it. And you shore up some of the weaknesses the Chiefs have right now as well. The offensive coordinator needs to go. Gregorio Knobloch said, we need big, heavy guys in the defensive line. I think that's a good comment. I think as the year went on, the defensive line did disappoint a little bit. I thought this year, it was a good year for Justin Houston, but it wasn't an elite year. I think that we're used to seeing. I, I was predicting earlier this season that we, we'd see the Justin Houston that could ruin football games and I don't know if he's that player anymore. I think he's a good outside linebacker. I really do. I think he's a good outside linebacker. I just wonder if, you know, he has that old, remember the old Justin Houston, 24 sack Justin Houston, where he would come in and no matter what the offense was calling, he was getting that quarterback. It's not that same burst anymore. I hate to say it. Michael Fry saying no pass rush. Uh, Manny Davis wants a big receiver. Daniel Barbosa, I think the most important for all is to make a chance to have all new. I like Andy much and we respect him. We need this. I don't know if Mahomes is the guy, but we need to try him. I just think, you know, for those of you who have, uh, like, parents who like to give you lessons and things like that, it's like, how many times is the fly going to bash his head into the window until maybe he tries to find, like, another way out? The Chiefs know what they have when they go with Alex Smith into the playoffs in these past four years. What do you have? You've not even gotten to the AFC title game. I know it's tough to get make the playoffs, and that's impressive. It's always impressive when you make the postseason, but 
the question has to be asked. Whose fault is it? How do you, how do you get over this hump? Because what the Chiefs are doing, they look like that dumb fly flying into the window. Ow, ow, ow. Find another window. Find another window. It's not working. Mark A. Weldon needs to draft all defense. I think the Chiefs need some younger defensive players. Uh, Peters, I didn't mention Peters in my takeaways, but ever since suspension, he's been great. I knew it, you know, it, it, it's upsetting that it took a suspension for him to get back on track, but ever since then, he's back to his old self. I hope he remains with this attitude moving forward, and he's a player to build around. Uh, build around. I think uh, you know, he, he's spectacular again. Tonight, you know, he had the interception and even the drive before that. He re- helped rip the ball out and almost had a key fumble at the end there uh, as well. You know, just very, very close, but uh, ended up being, being ruled down. We got about three minutes left, guys. So any any final thoughts? I'm gonna I'm gonna shut this down at about thirty. Beginning of the season, we wore out defenses in the second half, uh, and then when opposite, I I would tend to agree with that. Losing Chris Jones really hurt. I I thought tonight, yes. I if you had to pick two players for the Chiefs to lose in this football game. Uh, or not to lose, I should say. Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones would be near the top of your list. You know what I mean? It, it's tough. Hard, Like I said, hard to make excuses, and that's something Andy Reid will say in press conferences after. He's not someone to make excuses either, and you still need to win a football game against a Titans team who you're better than, and, you, and you're, at, you're at home. You got the crowd on your side. To your credit, if you're at the game tonight, the crowd was absolutely rocking. There's no excuses tonight. No excuses. I mean, I know there was ref stuff. I know there were injuries. Still have to win the football game. You get one shot at this. One shot. You get one shot. Now you got to wait. Now you got to wait till training camp and the summer. College bat. Think about all the things that are happening in between now and the Chiefs playing again. March Madness. Stanley Cup playoffs. Baseball. Just disheartening. Alec wants enough of bubble screens. Anyone with any questions before we go? I'm not seeing anything else, guys. Kareem Hunt only had 42 yards. Yeah, just a disappointing night for the offense. Only 11 carries. If you're going to win a football game, you need to have the guy with the rushing title carry the ball more than 11 times, especially given the fact that you had a 21-3 lead at the half. But that's it. I can't get angry anymore. Can't talk about this anymore. We discussed it for 30 minutes. Uh, I'm happy that you guys joined me this evening. That wraps up the uh, Kansas City Chiefs season. You know, stick with us at OurHeadPride.com during the offseason. I don't know what the coverage is going to look like quite yet. To be completely honest with you, Joel and I didn't think that this would be ending tonight, so we really haven't discussed what an offseason plan uh, is going to look like, but we'll be doing... Uh, podcasts. I'll be, you know, writing articles. We'll be trying to do some more stuff um, as next year, you know, comes on. I think. You now, let me say this too quickly. I thought Hourhead Pride this year, for what it's worth, I jumped on from the Chiefs, uh, Chiefs.com, and I thought we did a lot of great stuff this year. And I hope that we um, only build upon that, you know, 
going through the off season into training camp and next year. And uh, with SB Nation, I hope to do some of the things that we did with Arrowhead Pride at other um, football sites. And uh, we'll just see what, what ends up happening. I thought Sean Barber was fantastic this year joining us on the Arrowhead Pride podcast. He's not going anywhere. Uh, but Joel and I need, do need to sit down and talk about what's, uh, what the future is going to look like. Uh, I'm sorry, Chiefs fans, tonight. Real sad, real sad way to end the season. I think this team expected and deserved more. I thought you guys deserved more. Uh, but I do appreciate you listening along, reading along all year, watching along. We have a lot of fun doing this. It's super sad when it ends this way, uh, but it's what makes it better is when you guys are here to interact and being able to discuss this with you guys. So, again, sorry for the season to end this way, but I, I appreciate each and every one of you uh, following along with OurHeadPride.com. And stay tuned. We're going to have more things coming as the offseason comes and eventually building to training camp and, once again, the regular season. Uh, until I talk to you guys next time, which I'd imagine be in the next week or two or so, enjoy the rest of the weekend of football, the NFL playoffs, and uh, have a good evening. Uh, don't lose too much sleep. It's just a game. Good night, guys. Drink run. Here we go. McCafe coffees, shakes, and drinks. Ain't no thing. You the man. Yeah, that's what they're gonna say. Oh, Kevin, thank you so much. We love you. That's right. You the champ. The drink run champ. Welcome to McDonald's. How can I help you? Own the drink run, Kevin. Own it. Now get a small smoothie, shake, or frappe for $2 on McDonald's one two three dollar menu. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission, or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart.